You're listening to Hot Sauce Sports with Mo Khan, PZ Delarice, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's the, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Kudero Patterson uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen here. Uh, and he quote, and I quote, I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face. <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school. I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half. And I filled it with hot sauce, so he's gonna have to slurp this down. Why you need? Why you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking. I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and Peasy. Welcome, everyone. It is episode 13, The Devil's Tongue. You know where I put the Devil's Tongue? Right in my in my asshole. Oh, that's I mean. very different. <laughs> Terry, looking for that Rim Reaper, of course. Reaper. I'm joined by Terry Time. I am Pease Del Reeves. How are you? This is Hot Sauce Sports. How's it's it going, buddy? Not bad. You still, instead, you bought me some shit-ass gas station. Yes. I, in fact, it's not even me. I wish I could take credit. Instead, we're in the car, and I sent our producer, uh, David. Uh, yeah. Duke. 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 I David. sent him. Don't I ever said, call me David. The albino. I said, get the hell out of the car. Yeah. Get coffees. <laughs> Go. Produce <laughs> coffees. Produce. Um, and so what was interesting is we're, we're actually at a lot where there's a McDonald's and a gas station. Whoa. He chose the gas station. Hey. I, I chose not to waste gas. <laughs> you done fucked up. Man. I decided to just serve you guys gas. Waste, okay, not, not gas. Enough. Gain, not gas. I just wanted to warm up in this container. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So Duke is back. What's up, boys? Yeah. Glad to be back, man. For one week. And then, and then uh, we have two missing people next week. I'm out. Uh, Me and Eagle, uh, manning the ship. Yeah. Gonna I'm, I'm going to hit a golf ball so hard. I'm so tired this winter. Like, I'm going to smash that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's going to cry. Have you ever seen a golf ball cry? You ever see it? I'll see uh, your video. I'll see your video, Terry. <laughs> I've seen bald guys cry. Well. That look like golf balls. I mean, we have one of those on our trip, <laughs> so he's going to cry because he's terrible Because he's golf. a golf ball. He's terrible. We're going to make fun of him at every swing. Do you ever play, you ever play golf with someone who's absolutely atrocious? Yes. I played with myself. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was playing with a dude. Golf. Okay. And uh, not his heart. I don't play games with no, no hearts. I learned that from Backstreet Boys. Um, with no hearts? Oh, quit playing games with my heart. Stay on schedule. <laughs> I was going to be like, what you're not doing that coffee for nothing. <laughs> so, um, I, and, and he's, he's atrocious. Yeah. Um, he's the worst golfer I've ever seen. Okay, what's he hitting like? In the 160s. Get the fuck out no, of here. No, no, no. And uh, it was an eight hour game. Uh, Why? Play best ball at that point. Uh, he didn't want to. And. Because um, you insulted him. We stayed at his chalet, which was very lush. It's because you insulted very him. Lush. Yeah. And he took 13 practice swings each uh, swing. 13? And it didn't matter because the ball still went 80 yards. <laughs> at least it didn't go 150 yards to the left like mine does. Mine does. So I aim. I aim specifically yeah. to the oncoming hole. That's it. <laughs> um, and hoping to slice. Because I, I, get, I, get I get about 240, 260. I get monster No, 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 no. <laughs> So now it slices onto the fairway because I've learned oh, you're instead of improving, the yeah, yeah. I've learned how to deal with my handicap. Yeah, I've done that before. Look, I'm strong. I have strength, man. That's it, man. I have strength. Right. I learned. Don't fight it. I connect well yeah, we with are. balls. Yeah. I love crushing balls. I played in trombone once and I did the same thing. I kept... It's actually a good fucking song. We're, yeah, it's legit. It's like we're, we're totally in full of... And I mean, I want to take off my shirt and dance in the rain right now. See, honestly, like that's what's wrong with this world is there's not enough uh, videos to dance in the rain. 
There's probably too many videos of guys dancing. Yeah, there's, there's it's the opposite. opposite. <laughs> That's also true. Absolutely, you've never seen a, a Chris Brown uh, video, have you? <laughs> Well, but then he's dancing in the rain because uh, I'm not going to go. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> too far. It's too far. So, um, so I'm playing in trombone and I tried to do what you did. Stick to hitting golf balls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I do that once in a while too where, where it goes straight yeah. the one time. That's what happened. So I, I'm like, I look, I'm, like, I'm just going to do it. And then it ended up in the mountain. Yeah. Because I was going to get onto the highway. You know, the, uh, it has the highway on the left side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kept on hitting it on. I was like, fuck, I'm going to kill somebody. So this way I'll kill other golfers. That's it, yeah. Nobody cares about loss of golfers. <laughs> Uh, we record on the worst possible day. Yes, uh, we record on Wednesdays. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's also because it's a slow news day, right? Parking. So we get to spend an hour talking about golf. Yeah. Um, it's also impossible to find parking around here. Yeah, it's also the day that uh, everyone talks about LeBron because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Which LeBron. we'll get to do, by the way. Mm -hmm. I, I anyway, I'll get to that when we get to about LeBron. But yo, we missed Zion's shoe exploding. What's more, our show. Then a shoe exploded on the basketball. It literally so, happened the night after our podcast. Yeah. Well, no, the night of. The night the of night our of, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I watched the game, the game that night. Yeah, we made the bet that night. Mm -hmm. that day. And we all put we all well we all picked Duke, I think. But they would have won had Zion not got injured. Well, we don't know. Injured. Come on, come on. I mean, he did. Uh, it does it matter? What do you mean? Uh, no, at this point, does it matter? What What doesn't that matter? That game specifically. That game. That like, game never matters because it's a regular season college it. basketball. It game. doesn't fucking matter. Everybody, oh, Duke lost. Uh, they're a human now. Nah, they're still going to kill everybody in the tournament. They still have three of the top five picks in the next year's draft. So, fuck yourself. And then the Knicks will get none of them. <laughs> <Does laughs> no, they're going to end up with Zion. I think Yo, with Zion. Duke, Duke is, that, is, that, is that draft site called Draftify? There's a, there's a draft site that will, using the odds of where teams are ranked now, give you a random order. Well, not random. An order. And Zion ended with the Indiana Pacers. Well, uh, yeah. So I don't think there's a chance. Yeah, not at all. Shame. They're not going to be a lottery team. Uh, draft <laughs> Draftify is a uh, website you go to write essays. So you're right. wrong. So, so I, I want you, during the show. Sure. To find out? <laughs> no, I need you to write an essay. Okay. About... Why the Knicks suck? Because it's like every teacher. But it's like it's just it's it's the most Knicks thing ever. It just it crushed me because I saw like what crushed you? Zion getting injured. I don't know. I just it hurt. But he's gonna be back. Injury. I know. But it's just it's. They said that he could have played that game. He just decided something not about to. this doesn't feel too good. Now I want RJ Barrett. I I don't know what I want. I anymore. mean, listen. Yeah, I think you can't go wrong with either or. Yeah. You know what I mean? Zion is the freak. But that like he you is. saw, like the whole Six, energy. Seven, two eighty. I, the whole energy of the building went out. Like it, it was just completely silent after. Of and course, because he, yeah. he's supposed to be the new, the next LeBron. I feel like his draft stock actually rose after that. If he takes the tournament off, yeah. But even wait, that so, game. here's here's another thing. The fuck are we doing? Why are we making these guys play in college? <laughs> and, and here's the other thing: is is they can make money and play in Europe. Yeah. And oh, by the way, you can live in Europe. I don't know. If, like, me, is it because young college athletes haven't seen women in Europe? Probably. Is that the reason? Well, I mean, if they're playing in Lithuania, then you know it's not okay, not, not, not as fine. I bet, I bet you pull up Lithuania chicks on Google, and you'll find a lot of good-looking. I'm on it, man. I'm on. I that to your essay. <laughs> Legit, I, I need to know your hypothesis. I need to know your thesis by the end of the show um, on Zion Shu relating to the epidemic of ugly women in Lithuania. I also got a I also got a nine one one alert. And by that, I don't mean nine one one. I mean nine eleven because I got conspiracy theory uh, <laughs> on. Zion Williams. So, people are saying Zion Williams. Uh, Zion, uh, yeah. Zion, Zion Williams. Bust out of his shoe on purpose. Williamson. He he wore the cheap ass PG two point fives. By the way, yo, running shoes are important. Why was he wearing the worst? Nike well, shoe? isn't it's isn't the that the shoe that that's the shoe that Duke is telling him to wear, right? So here we go. Conspiracy is Duke Mikhachevsky always been progressive. He's ahead of his time. He he took all of his millions of dollars and decided I'm gonna ha have Zion wear 
this this shoe, and then he even had like a member of the staff sabotage the shoe, so that he would bust out of it, thus drawing attention to unpaid athletes in the NCAA. Oh God, oh God, what a conspiracy! <laughs> yeah. Coach K, Coach K, Coach Brains, how about that? Coach Progressive. Yeah. The you know, uh, and the why K Progressive? Why is it Shashevsky? Progressive. When there's a K in there. Uh, there's a K there. Why wouldn't it be Coach I? Kushevsky. <laughs> any of the any of the letters. No, his name starts there. with a K. Isn't it C? No, it's a K. No, is that why he's Coach K? I, I thought it was the second K of Shashevsky. No, no, it's Coach K. You see the I've legit never seen his name written. The the the, the moment the moment I, that that I felt that was probably the most interesting is that okay the shoe explodes the shoes under the, under the seat the, uh, one of the report one of the the photographers gets a great picture of it but immediately after. There's two guys show the two guys in suits. They show up, put it in a bag, and it just disappears forever. Is that? It must be like they must be Nike a, representatives. They got true. the phone call. They're like, just get that it out true? of here. It's like there's a pruner Burn film, it. but but for uh, no, Nike, I, no one has seen the evidence since. No, no everybody's seen, seen the picture. I can they Google. saw the picture, but they did not. They weren't able to I mean, inspect I saw the, the evidence. I saw the meme to of what the happened. destroyed shoes, which we've all seen. <laughs> so that's kind of evidence. Yeah. Uh, also relating to uh, to nine eleven mm-hmm. and the, well, the conspiracy theories therein. Because we're not going to make fun of tragedy, but we'll make fun of people who are conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. like Terry Time. Um, to a certain extent. So Nike shorted the stock, apparently, according to, well, 1.1 billion. And made millions. How did they make millions? I'm not sure. <laughs> because again, <laughs> I'm not such conspiracy theorist. Because they're already making millions anyway. So do you think, it was, a, you think it was a conspiracy theory? That I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, it could be that Zion shorted the Nike stock. So I said, this is the way he get paid. Mm. Yeah, because now it's up in the air. He can even sign with Big Baller Brand. Yeah, he won't though. No, the leading ad, why wouldn't he? Leading odds according to Hot Sauce Sports. Why wouldn't he? Then and the graphic that we stole is uh, Adidas. Yeah, Adidas is the, uh, the Adidas leader. is making pretty fly kicks though. It's Adidas just, and just fly kicks. Yeah, I am old. But also let's <laughs> not let's not dis- let's not discount Puma that's trying to get into the market. Yeah, Jay Z is the new uh, is is the new. Uh, the, the the brand the brand the new brand manager or whatever it is yeah I feel like Puma is gonna make a real big charge into this because they they, they gotta, need a br- they, they need gotta a bring name. a nice one they need a name some Charging of those Pumas, huh? the Puma That's logo good. is so ugly <laughs> it's just like they th- nice that shoes, whole though. like swoosh they do is like a fake version of, it's really ugly it's like if you if you zoom in on a Nike logo and it's like just like stretched it's like and stretched out yeah it's like an, if a Nike logo just stopped working out with that that the news <laughs> be Puma shoes. Weekly news. Kyrie Irving. Did you, did you see this picture? Yeah, the sad. sad Him looking all sad at the Raptors game. So I feel like teams feel bad when they lose to the Raptors, but they're a good team. Yeah. It th- and and the thing is, they were a good team last year, and they replaced the Rosen with a far superior Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah, with an alpha. I hate the Raptors. And And so, like... I feel like every time a team loses the Raptors, they take it so poorly, mm-hmm. and nothing look worse than than this one here, than Kyrie Irving. Eagle, like, the, do you get that picture up there, Eagle? But no, but it's in the corner, so don't worry too much oh, about okay, that. There it's, you go. Yeah, because <laughs> I turned around. <laughs> listen, man, listen. Just do your fucking job. <laughs> I swear to God, Eagle. Any analysis? Any analysis? It was literally um, speaking, so <laughs> you can say a thing. Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not surprised that he's upset because his team is playing like shit. But you shouldn't be upset losing to the Raptors. But the thing is, at the beginning of the year, Kyrie. I mean, sorry, everybody thought the Celtics were gonna sweep the division, whatever. Until Kawhi got traded there, and now it's not looking that way, and he's kind of regretting leaving LeBron. Well, so like th- there's been 
conspiracy theorists again saying he wants to rejoin. I think you LeBron. like conspiracy theories more than I do. Uh, I like reading them. <laughs> I like reading them. Flat Earth is amazing. I need to go there. I need to be you there. Need to go to Flat Earth. Yeah, I figure it's warmer. It can't be colder than the one we got right now. Um, but the Raptors now thirty and zero in their drone division. Yeah, at home. At home. That's that's incredible. Maybe. Like so, the thing is, is that basketball statistically over time has had the greatest home court advantage in any in any sport. Yeah. Uh, whether they play on a court or otherwise, so their home field home court advantage is greater in that sport than any other sport. And a lot of people say it's because of the proximity of fans to the court. That's so well, not a lot of people. To the Sorry, arena. an actual study I read. Um, <laughs> Said that because the fans are close, it it has a bearing on how the referee Im- Im- refs the game. Okay. Not not consciously, of course, but subconsciously. Really? Absolutely, because they're so close that the and the reactions are so instantaneous. It, it has a bearing on how they they they, they ref. I've the only game. been there once, so I don't know. And I you were not sitting courtside. I was not sitting courtside, so I can't tell you how intimate it is. I want. I really want to get this back to the Celtics. I, f- I feel like we got a bit far away from that. The, the, we're talking about the other team involved, but yeah. No, but I'm but I'm seeing that the the main the main issue that to come out from that from yesterday's game is that right after, uh, Brad Stevens in an interview was saying a post game interview was saying that they took too many shortcuts, and then when it was brought to Kyrie's attention, uh, he was saying he really salt really in a really salty way. Shortcuts said, with what? Brad Stevens was saying the team in general was taking too many shortcuts. He felt like they were playing pretty lazy, which is true. Uh, there was a lot of missed shots. There was a lot of mistakes okay, during throughout the game. The game. You're talking about. During the game, okay, and then okay. and then when Kyrie was asked about it, Kyrie said, "Well, that's it's that's up to to Brad Stevens to so figure but out." Here's course, yeah. here's but what I mean. Matt wouldn't that drive coach. you crazy uh, as a, you know, like as a uh, as an owner or a coach, is saying like, "Wait, so the, the issues with." With Brad Stevens, don't you take all the shots in the team? Yeah, exactly. And they they've got a really stacked roster. They got Kyrie, they got Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford. Horford, which is, yeah. Al, Al Horford next year, thirty million guaranteed. Just and to yeah, say, gonna send a max deal with. And then Marcus Smart and Teddy Ro- Terry Rozier. So it's it's a stacked roster, and they just can't okay, seem so to Terry, figure it out. Terry Rozier also won one for his lifetime in that one game. Yeah. Uh, against Houston. Against yeah, in the, the playoffs last the playoffs. year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, against the against the, the Cavs. Yeah. Um, like so. Ter- Rozier's a role player. He'll have games where he's very good. But they've played better. They've played better without Kyrie. That's mm-hmm. that's the scary thing. They've played better without Kyrie. They played better without. And Gordon I guarantee you, they will yeah, not win a championship without exactly. Without Kyrie. But it's also a player of that of that level. It's also the same thing as people. You're always going to find what you're looking for. Your confirmation bias, right? So last year, I think there was a number that that the Lakers, not the Lakers, the the Cavaliers were better with LeBron in these situations. So. Everybody's always going to come up with what they want to look for, right? So Kyrie obviously makes him a better, better team. Does he demand the ball? Absolutely, because he should. There's nobody else. He's on also the team that the, like an him. unprecedented ball handler. Yeah. In like his Hayward has point. Been his point his is is that his usage per turnovers is like legendarily low. Yes. For for an NBA, an NBA player. I, I yeah. feel like the biggest mistake they're making right now is I feel like Gordon Hayward shouldn't be playing. I don't feel yeah. like he's ready to be playing, and a lot of analysts are saying that he should be should be on the bench right now. Yeah, so well, I feel like that's that's the main. Kyrie should well. be on the bench. No, no uh, Gordon, oh, Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward does not look the same. Gordon at all Hayward since should be coming off the bench, you know, he or not playing at all. You know, and I mean, it's just it's a weird situation because he should be that JJ Redick. Uh, uh, the, the problem is level. he's he's not as good a, a spot up shooter as JJ Redick is. Yeah. He's he's a guy who needs to be able to move to be effective, and and I don't think like whether it's it physical or psychological, he's not fully recovered from his injury. 
But it's not the break. I actually thought he was going to come back by the end of the year last year. It's just yeah. a break in the leg, right? But these guys but are he, these guys are he looks awful. Prof- but they're professional. Yeah, he athletes. looks he looks a lot slower. I mean, but yeah. what, is there a psychological component to uh, like? Maybe. Hey, I went up hard. I came down. I broke my leg. Hmm. Maybe, but I think he's done that over ten thousand times since. Yeah. You know, one so. of the things one of the things to consider is when LeBron got to uh, the, ca- the the Cavs, one of the moves that was widely criticized is they traded out Andrew Wiggins. And, and, and his idea was what he learned from Pat Riley and whatever is, in the NBA, youth is nice, especially when guys are like legendary talents like Giannis yeah. and Tukumpo, but you need experience to win. Of course. And the Celtics are seeing, okay, now these young guys that don't have the usage they had last season – Aren't performing. But they the same have way. the experience from last season. Correct. From that but, run. But they're still like how how old is uh what's his name? Kyrie? Not Kyrie. Mm-hmm. G- give me some of the ages of the of the cast around Kyrie in Boston. Sure. I am on it. Thanks, uh, man. So while we look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so but even 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 in the, the the Lakers with LeBron. LeBron's trying to trade like these young assets because why you say LeBron's trying to trade. Yes, well, we all know. <laughs> we all Rich know Paul good. and LeBron. With no collusion, by the way. Zero. Oh, there you go. Eagle, Thanks, give it Eagle. to us. You're, it's far. Who do you want to know about? Uh, the young guys on the team. Like, yeah. J- like Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown's 23. 23. Not even 25 years old. What yeah, he's young. Oh, okay, there you go. Dozier is 23. Uh, Rozier is 25. Uh, Harford's like 32. Uh, Smart's 25. Tatum's 21. Terry Tatum's 21. So like, oh, like 25. Tatum. Tatum literally what, was drinking Williams, milk at the clubs last year. But he had a good playoff last year. Yeah. But yeah. now he's drinking booze. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Dehydration. <laughs> dehydration. One. Yeah. Because because of off balance. Two. Because of dehydration. Dehydration. <laughs> the, the overall it's, chemistry. It's bones a week. You stop drinking milk. Like the overall chemistry of the Celtics is awful. Like you watch them play and it, they just they seem disinterested a lot of times. They don't seem like they get along very well. It's one of the, it's one of the only sports where body language is a thing and they just look like they just look like they're not getting along at all. Yeah, and, and it's obvious. Like even in a post uh, post uh, a post game conference, like one of the questions for Kyrie got was, you know, uh, Marcus Morris is saying that you're not playing together, and he's like, well, that's his opinion. Like, also, they keep asking dudes right after they lose a game. Hey, so these are the things yeah. other people think are wrong with you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what do you? Alone. You're not going to get the best answer from somebody that just lost the game. My favorite interviews, uh, post like post game when they lost the game, was Barry Bonds. Amazing. Next question, because it's stupid. Yeah. What about well, re- reconsider your your career choice? What about LeBron's? Uh, what about Le- that the next topic? That's not the next topic. All GSP right. retired. <laughs> oh, that's the next topic. <laughs> We're going that. from young to old. <laughs> GSP done. Um, is this one gonna stick? Uh, it should stick because he was trying to get a fight with uh, Khabib and it didn't work out. It's it, this is ridiculous. Yeah, man. I mean, Khabib said I'll fight you. We in all November. want it. We all want the fight, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want it, but you only be able to fight in November because what's Khabib is um, suspended. Yeah, uh, because of the incident. Yeah, the lovely incident. So, GSP retiring. I mean, it's the second time he retires. Right now, he says it's official, and everybody's coming out saying, talking about how good he was and what of a nice guy he was, and he was, man, honestly. And it's it's sad that you look at him and you look at the career he had, and it's like you think that he can still do more. For him to retire, it means that he knows he physically knows that he's not at the, he's not at the level he should be. That he said, won, like, he won. He cleared out a division, the welterweight division, beat everybody he had to beat, and then he when he came back, he fought once, won the welterweight, uh, the yeah the middleweight uh, championship, mm-hmm. and now he's uh, he walks away with two belts. 
retires with nice a bunch of money in his pocket for sure. Well, and he, he's retiring sort of top of his game in that like his only two losses were in matches he avenged. <laughs> exactly, Matt Hughes and then Matt Sarah. So he avenged those losses. How much funnier would it be if it was Michael Sarah? If Michael Sarah got knocked out by GSP, because yeah, because Matt Sarah knocked GSP out. So imagine Michael Sarah just closed his eyes and swung and cracked GSP in the face. Oh man, he would still die. Yeah. He would break his hand <laughs> first of all. But it's sad, it's sad to see GSP uh, retire because I'm a huge huge fan. I mean, obviously from Montreal, so huge fan. And I, I met him a few times. Um, he he got his black belt under the same guy that I learned jiu-jitsu from. And he, he was there a few times. And just talking to him, man, he's such a nice guy. Honestly, he's the most humble person I've ever met. So given he's in, he's in Montreal, right? Uh, Canada. First, Canada. One of the first countries to legalize weed across the country. Yes. Uh, GSP has seen aliens. How long before? <laughs> yes, how long before we see him on a government weed ad? Oh fuck, that's a good point, man. How long? But you can't. You what can't, are the odds? Can we get odds on this? But a, but you, you can't advertise marijuana, and they're not going to go. They're not going to advertise against it. So well, so but like, what commercial does the liquor do does the liquor commission advertise? No, SAQ. No, no, no nobody advertises. That's and you can't true. advertise drugs, and you can't advertise cigarettes anymore. But alcohol, you can't advertise. <laughs> Doesn't that seem strange? Yeah. <laughs> These things that kill you are a problem. <laughs> this one thing that doesn't kill you is also, yeah, a, problem. also a problem. This thing that will kill you for sure. It's okay. We'll give you it's points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a points card. Give your SAQ card. No, I don't. All right. You're a fucking asshole then. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 26 and 2. Well, there's nothing more you can say about GSP. Towards the end of his career, people were saying how he never finished fights. But he dominated people, man. He was the best wrestler in MMA, according to Chael Sonnen, who's one of the best wrestlers in MMA. One of the best commentators, too. Love also, one of the best commentators. Love Chill Son and the way he talks. But at the end of the day, it's just, it sucks. But I, it sucks that he couldn't get what he wanted but his last fight. Because I knew, we kind of knew that he was going to get two fights in. And he wanted to fight for a belt. So he ended up fighting, what's his name? Uh, Michael Bisping, beating him. And now he wanted to fight again against Khabib or Connor. And it didn't work out. Um, it's too bad. We talked about GSP, his legendary ability to finish fights. A yeah. guy who always finishes, Robert Kraft. <laughs> Oh he never God. leaves a massage parlor unfinished. I can't believe this story broke. Yeah. And again, it's between shows. Absolutely. We need to reconsider our schedule. Okay, so, okay, so people are outraged. Yeah, okay, so here's... Okay, so once again, there's the internet a very human element that we're not going to make fun of. If this place was truly involved with human trafficking and they people are. were there against their will and were taken from their families and kidnapped, and obviously we're not making fun of that. Right. No. But... Robert Kraft getting pulled off in a, mas- in a massage parlor. We're gonna make the f- we're gonna make fun. It's not the shit out of that in, in a not, mall. It's not. Yeah, exactly. we're gonna pull it's on that, that all it, night. It's not bucks. that it's a massage parlor. It's that it happened in a strip mall in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, where only old white people go. <laughs> the worst place. Well, I mean, to be fair, Robert Kraft, old white guy, fits in. Is it because like he won't get noticed in Jupiter, Florida? Because no one will remember him. Well, they're all blind. Yeah, the blind they all or can't remember. He wasn't even yeah. the biggest name. That was the craziest thing. That's that well, they said, keep yeah. saying that. So here's Nobody, he wasn't. The fix is in, he my wasn't. friend. Here's, here's the other thing is, so since when do police slowly leak names onto TMZ? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. all right, Robert Kraft's on his list, but I promise you, it, sm- it smells with Michael, Michael Blelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps, <laughs> by the way, Trump not might be on this list too. <laughs> what? Donald Trump might be on that list too. Maybe. Ma- imagine he is. I mean, it's okay. Holy fuck. So we, so Because I know that Kraft and Trump really don't the thing, like each other. The thing no one's talking about, the only reason, the only reason why human trafficking exists is we continue to make a consensual contract for sexual relations illegal, right? Exactly. So Be like Rhode Island. 
That's legal in Rhode Island? Prostitution is legal in Rhode More Island. More like road trip island. Let's do it, Tay, man. <laughs> forget, about, forget about Atlanta Research. for your bachelor party. What? Forget about Atlanta for your bachelor party. I know, party. seriously. So Rhode Island, Nevada, and I think Colorado. Oh, any of our producers doing anything would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one's playing Pokemon. The other one is watching him play Pokemon. He's actually looking up something I'm sure doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> Eagle, can you find out where prostitution is legal? In the United States. So Robert Kraft wasn't Legal. the biggest name that was caught. Uh, J.W. Childs of J.W. Childs uh, associ- Associates was was also he's, he's a he's a famous billionaire. Yes. Given, given his name though, that could have gone way worse. Yeah, exactly. Oh Childs is uh, <laughs> Childs arrested. Imagine that headline: <laughs> Childs arrested in porn sting. In, <laughs> in porn sting, Childs arrested in sex trafficking rig, ran by Robert Kraft. <laughs> There is only 21 brothels in eight counties of Nevada where prostitution is considered legal. Anywhere else, it's illegal. Yeah, also in, in Las Vegas, it's technically not legal. Oh, it's just within those confines? It's yeah, legal? but they also, uh, there's no cameras in your room. Also an ex-pro I mean, golfer. I know. Also an ex-pro golfer that got caught in this, in, in, in the scandal too. Uh, Johnny Del Prete. Okay, no fucking clue. No idea, but he is uh, he is dating I mean, Jessica Corda, who is an LPGA golfer. So no, not saying it would have been better if it was uh, rhyming with Miger Bloods. Maybe we should invite him to our Masters Drinkathon. Mm. It's a popular uh, discrepancy, actually, because Rhode Island used to have it legal, but it was outlawed in 2009. Hey, okay. Rhode Island, I've had it up to here with your backwards laws. <laughs> and First of all, no one goes to your stupid island for a reason. <laughs> is it Louisiana actually an island? Is, Louisiana is the worst because it's the only state where if you're a convicted prostitute, you have to declare yourself as a sex offender. What? In Louisiana? That's fucked Of up. all places? That's yeah. literally a place where they exchange tits for beads. Literally. No, you're Literally. not allowed. My parents are going this week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> not joking. They went for Mardi Gras. Like they're getting so adventurous. In no, but you age. get arrested if you flash. Do you? Yeah, there's a lot of cops walking the street. We honestly, we live in the worst time. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to like, live in the worst time. I, I gotta say, going back to J- Robert Kraft for a second, I love this outrage where no one was really offended, and then when it came out that he had gone the day of the uh, the AFC Championship, Chiefs and, uh, and Patriots, everybody just started losing okay, it. What's he As doing if that, that made day? a difference, right? What's he doing that day? Is he not owning the team while getting tugged on? No, he's still owning it. Okay, so... There's only 15 minutes. So it fucking... It sucks for the guy. Yeah. Because he probably just could it have called... It for the guy. That, yes. He paid $59 for it. <laughs> <laughs> for the extra package. So, but where were you... Because uh, he could have invited this girl to his hotel room and paid her extra. Were you uh, to get that done? Is that the kind of place you would go to? Not a strip mall. No, like, like I, I want to... <laughs> I would do like a full day of research. On a, on a marble platter. Yeah. Platter. That's right. <laughs> Not bad. Platter. Platter. I want. I want girls coming off their thrones. Their oh, thrones. I want to be free. I want to be free. If they were on thrones, they wouldn't be there. What? No. Well, it's their stage props. Oh, okay, okay. These are these are performers. So no. Terry. <laughs> what if? I, so I go to a place that I research for a full yeah. fucking day. Okay. Okay. So you can check in all the negative reviews, positive reviews, exactly. all that. Yelp. Yeah. yeah Same Yelp. page you and I. And you I need you to find out if there's a Yelp for massage parlors. You just Google. <laughs> Is it just Yelp? Yeah, it's literally just Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the same thing. It's just Yelp. They don't advertise. Well, as, uh, they don't. You. They don't advertise as uh, rubber. And then dogs. I would ask a few friends of mine that I know that uh, frequent these places, and I would say, which one is your favorite? Right. Right. Um, I narrow it down to three, and then not go because I'm scared. I just. I just feel <laughs> like I, I feel like what's getting lost in this conversation too is everyone saying, "Well, you know, uh, how how could he do this? How could he have known?" And it's like, what he was he know. supposed to do? Was he supposed to ask them, like, "Hey, so how do you feel like working over here?" You know, well, what, maybe, what are the work conditions like? Some, maybe if you made small talk, like in Red Dead Redemption, 
it would have been fine. That's true. Um, Randy Gregory also being vilified. Uh, indefinite suspension. Seven failed drug tests. He's starting to look like our producer, Duke. Honestly, it's, a, it's amazing we hired him. No. Also, we don't care. <laughs> Randy uh, Gregory, by the way, if you're looking for a job, we don't pay. No, we don't but test. we don't drug test. We don't test. So. Um, poor guy, man. As a Cowboys fan, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking good. Yeah. But so how but stupid can you be? Well, so I, we, it's addiction. It's also, I agree with what you're about to say. It's also <laughs> You ridiculous. know what he's about to say. He's about to chat yeah. on like, you. Like, I get, I get you, Stephen A. Smith. Stay off the weed. I get it. I get it. You're, you're risking Stay a lot. Stay off the weed. <laughs> you, you, you're risking a lot to smoke a beautiful, delicious herb. I understand. I understand. Substitute with oregano. But the thing is, the thing is, um, these guys, for them to take these these... Horrible pharmaceuticals that destroy their bodies, eat up their livers, yeah. shorten their life expectancies. That's fine. The guy wants to smoke a joint that literally 17-year-old kids are doing. That's a problem. Maybe it's a problem because 17-year-olds are doing it, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> but no, I don't... Listen, I mean, we, I think we have to change our stance on the weed. I think at the, in the, on the weed, the UFC did. I mean, Nick Diaz got suspended for like five years for testing high. And then they, they, they changed their, uh, their leniency on it. Mm-hmm. So they changed it. So if you... You can take it. You can smoke a joint. Just you can't be like the week of the fight or something like that. And I and I understand it more with fighters than I do with football players because there's time between events. And- <laughs> can we save that as a clip? And uh, so I, I don't know. Not, not because of that. It's because I think that as a fighter, you need to be like super alert. You're about to get kicked in the head. Yeah. And weed kind of dehydrates you a little bit. You know what I mean? So off helps to make weight though. Weed. Yeah, I need to get off. Yeah, it makes it makes them uh, make weight though, because dehydration. So do you, kind do you, of. Do you guys remember he his first his first uh, mishap with this was at the combine? Yeah, you t- he tested positive at the combine, <laughs> and, and, and so we knew what they were. And Larry Tunsil came in like, hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, don't hold my beer. Hold my giant Bane bong mask. Because that was awesome. That's amazing. Miami oh, Dolphins, great pick by the way. Yeah. Actually, the decent <laughs> pick by the Dolphins. Gotta say. Um, but yeah, so Randy Gregory, honestly, hope he, Eagle posed the question, do you think he's more likely to play or Kaepernick? Oh, I think that Randy Gregory is more likely to play than Kaepernick. So there's, there's actually, so I, I, I was ready to agree, to agree with you, but there's been um, a lot of sort of NFL insiders that have been saying now that the collusion case is handled. Yes, I did. Can I make my point? Yeah, yeah finish. Go ahead. Am I waiting? So there are NFL insiders that are saying that now that the collusion case is handled, there is a fair chance he'll play again. A Kaepernick will play again. Hey, if he gets an opportunity, cool, man. But it's so fucking weird. I, I would be, I would, it would seem bizarre to me. So he has breaking news. What are the breaking news? Breaking like? news. Nick Foles is headed to play for the Jacksonville okay, that Jaguars. Ha- that happened a really long time ago. Like today, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that later Goodbye, in the show. Bortles. For now, though, the NHL the deadline has passed. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts overall? Overall, uh, not much happened. I think the... the but okay, so you say that, but there was 30 trades queued in for 3 o'clock. So 38 sellers got traded. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the so, future, though. So Wayne Simmons going to Nashville is a big one. Um, I think that's huge for Nashville. They, get, they had some size. They had some grit. By 30 AHLers, you mean the entire Senators roster. Boom! Hey-o! Fuck, Eagle. That was good, man. So what's interesting, though, is much like the Canadian Senate, there's no one showing up to work. Boom. That one missed. That one missed. <laughs> I had more, and then it fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I admit it. I admit it. So Zuccarello getting traded is, uh, is big. Yeah, it's a big one. Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne to Columbus. Yeah, Matt Duchesne too. to Columbus finally. Uh, oh, yeah, Mark Stone, too. Mark Stone's nice going to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, him and Pat Reddy, uh they teamed up on a on a on a goal yesterday. But I think they had gone to a fight once a few years ago, so it was a little awkward. They were talking about it. I mean, is it awkward? Or just, that's just hockey guys. To man. me, Zuccarello is the biggest trade. I think him leaving New York is huge because he was such a big piece and uh, he's such a good player. And, and he's from Switzerland, man. And, and also Nashville, mm. I felt I felt like Nashville made the best moves. They they went for Wade Simmons and they also picked up Michael Granlund. Well, they're going yeah, for it now. Right? They, they're, their window is now to win, right? Yeah. So they have to. But so there's a lot. Uh, of, there's a lot of depth moves. Nobody really huge. Matt Duchesne, I think he's and Zuccarello are the two highest uh, marketable, except for Cliff Pugh actually got traded. Yeah, that's a shitty for move. future consideration. Shitty move. He ain't with shit. Cliff Pooh. You're talking to me, bro. You literally, <laughs> literally talk to this through the joke. Right Pay attention to the joke. So, yeah, I mean, the NHL, usually there's a lot more things that happen, but this year was pretty uh, pretty boring. Carl Haglin got traded to the, nah, to the yeah, Capitals. But, I mean, he had his better days so than the, the Penguins. The, the, so, the more interesting reaction, Rudy Gobert crying because he didn't make the All-Star game or Henrik Lundqvist crying because goalies? Because... He's a very emotional guy. And he loves his, his bros. He lost his best friend, man. He loves his bros. Yeah, but like, you're not killing him. <laughs> He's yeah, just playing somewhere else. I get it. But imagine like I left Are you going to cry when I'm out of town next week? I will not. Well, now I'm offended. <laughs> now, I w- now I'm going to call Are you going to cry Lindquist. now? <laughs> I mean, also no. But <laughs> we should both call Henry Lundquist. Yeah. Golden Gate that shit. When we come back, we're going to go into an interview uh, with an extra special guest with us. Uh, we're going to talk about Robert Kraft. We're going to talk about the Winnipeg Jets. He covers, uh, he works in Winnipeg as well. Uh, looking forward to talking to him. Uh, Terry, have you had a chance to look up look, look, uh, look up our next guest? Andrew Patterson? Oh, fuck. I was like, I thought you were pointing. I'm like, Andrew Patterson. Yeah, yeah have, you, have you had a chance to look into his work? I did, actually. He's really interesting dude. Really interesting dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, he's, I'm, I'm excited to talk to him for sure. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Our timing is off today, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like no one's <laughs> off the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a problem tonight. That's a problem. We need tonight. more beers. But we'll get, yeah. we'll get Andrew Patterson's thoughts on it's this um it's on the on the rub and tug because yeah. we gotta we gotta know everyone because winnipeg story. for sure has rub and tugs because we missed that story by the way we're gonna drive into the ground we're gonna ask interviewers interviewees in like in like six weeks so robert Kraft, you know what's he doing post combine is he uh combining with some ladies <laughs> the fuck is this guy interview <laughs> next and uh you can uh you can, you can subscribe yeah you can always subscribe Bye. they get the shows then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just amount of right amount of time. Be a word. And of TSN Winnipeg, Andrew, how's it going, bud? It is. Uh, it's going well. Yeah. I mean, hey, winter end of February in the peg. It's going to be chilly right now, but. Uh, eh. Winter sort of sucked as it often does, but it's much better when your team's in first place. So yeah. Uh, so other than that first place team, though, for the uninitiated, is there anything to do in Winnipeg? Um, well, yeah. I mean, hell, we got. Uh, well, I mean, you're going to probably be downtown. You'll probably go see the Winnipeg Jets at the Bell MTS place. Now, we might not be the rich cultural metropolis that Montreal is, guys. But, uh, you know, there is some things to do. And I will tell you, Montreal is known for its beautiful women. Mm-hmm. Ask any NHL player that you come through Winnipeg, the sleeper city when it comes to beautiful women in sleeper Canada. Being key in sleeper being key because you uh, don't want to spend the time sleeping. That's it, exactly. So, uh, well, well, you I should switch your bachelor right. party you to Winnipeg. You wouldn't expect it. You wouldn't expect it, but when you show up here, you'd be like, what the, what, what have I been missing? 
practicing yeah. all this time. But I will say this, if you're going to come out here, I suggest doing it in the spring, during the playoffs, or in the summer. Uh, because it is uh, it is a little bit chilly. But come on, you guys are Canadians. You so, can't be that soft. Nah, not, that I'm bad. the worst. I am so pampered. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, the thing is, it's Andrew, I will say, I heard an interview with uh, David Sampson, ex-VP uh, of the Montreal Expos, and what he said once was, uh, the, the thing with Montreal girls that players liked is that there was no expectation to have to talk to them because they couldn't communicate with them. So there you go. it was just an easier. Bonds. It was just easier. Yeah. That's yeah. why Barry Bonds got a, got a stripper pregnant from Shippery. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, so you believe it. They are quite ex- they are quite expensive, though. Bring your wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably steal your wallet. Um, so you live in Winnipeg. Winnipeg it's 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 booming in terms of hockey in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. I think they've rebuilt. Uh, Blue. They some would say blue booming. Sure. With your terrible jokes. There we go. Um, oh, blue booming day. <laughs> so, so Winnipeg is on the up and up. Obviously, I was rooting for them last year to win the Stanley Cup. You know, Canadian team. Um, I love the Shifley, everything they've been doing so far. Bufflin, one of my favorite players. And now at the trade deadline, they made a splash. They're trying to make a move. And they picked up uh, Kevin Hazy uh, from New York. Yeah, Ke- yeah Hayes was a, a pretty key addition. There was a lot of talk that the Jets would go for Mark Stone. But apparently... From the people I've talked to in and around the team, the ask was insane. And to be honest with you, if you look at the Jet roster right now, the hole really was that second-line center. Brian Little's been awesome, but if you could move him down into a third-line role um, and you know pair up a guy like Hayes with Kyle Connor and Nikolai Ehlers, keeping line A up with Shifley and Wheeler, you're in a much better shape. So the team looks good. We've got some injury problems right now. Josh Morrissey, a very unheralded defenseman, but a top liner for the Jets is out. And then, of course, as you mentioned, everybody's fave, Big Buff. Um, he's had a few injury issues as of late, yeah. too. So they're sort of holding on right now. Jets and Nashville have been playing sort of mediocre for a better part of Florida. Here comes St. Louis. So it's going to be a nice run, but they certainly did add um, you know, a lot of depth, including former half Nathan Bolio, who actually looked pretty good in his first game earlier this week. Nathan Bolio, I mean, he's uh, he's a suitcase. I mean, it's unfortunate because he's actually a, he's a pretty good player. But he's a suitcase, man. He's been going everywhere. He got traded from Buffalo, um, and now he's in Winnipeg. And I, I think it's a good situation for him. I mm-hmm. really do. I think he's going to well, get a lot of Well, it is. Time. I mean, the guy yeah. walked in. The guy walked out of the press box in Buffalo um, for whatever reason, although Phil Housley described him like the second coming of Bobby Orr when he left. That's weird. Um, but he got here, yeah, and uh, because of Morrissey's injury in the last game before the deadline, they plopped him right beside Jacob Truba on the top line uh, of a defense pairing. So they're going to need him. Um, you know, the Jets have a crazy schedule coming up. It goes Nashville and Columbus, Tampa. Um, I know Calgary and Boston are just around the corner. So they sort of uh, screwed themselves by losing to Ottawa a couple times and some pretty um, pretty lackadaisical efforts. So uh, now the team's got a boost and uh, going forward. But I, I think you'll see a much better Jets team in this final 20 games. Certainly everyone around here hopes for, because after being in first place for the last couple of months, all of a sudden uh, they got to sweat it a little bit. Yeah, so pulling the, the curtain back a little bit on our production, a little bit of a Wizard of Oz moment. Um, Part of the show was not recorded at the same time as this interview, and during the show we discussed what may happen to Bryce Harper. We know now, however, Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies. What are your initial thoughts? Well, dude got paid. Although I'm interesting, so it's a 13-year deal for mm-hmm. 330 million bucks. Yeah. Now, I mean, I think we were always going to compare it to what Machado got. Yeah. And I was surprised that Machado ended up signing with the Padres. I mean, hey, who wouldn't love to live in San Diego? 
But when you're signing a 10-year deal for that sort of money, you kind of think you'd want to go to maybe a more consistently contending team. Mm-hmm. But if you give me $300 bucks, I'll set up shop down in SoCal, no problem. The thing with Harper, I mean, he's from Vegas, right? Yeah. Everyone thought that he'd be going to the Dodgers in all likelihood or maybe the San Francisco Giants. But it sounds like the money just wasn't there. And uh, so he basically gets the Machado deal, 10 years, 30, 300 million, 30 a year for the first 10 years. And then they tack on 10 million a season for his 37, 38, and 39 year old years. So, um, you know what? Hey, at the end, free agency in baseball has always been about the highest bidder. And uh, it seems like he sort of got dragged kicking and screaming to Philly, but he's there. It's a great sports town. What I'm interested to see going in, and you know, of course, we're seeing John Tavares return to uh, to Long Island this week. What's it going to be like when Harper, who left Washington, plays the Nats 19 times a yeah. year because he moves over in the division? Um, I don't know. And you look at most of these deals too, like the massive, massive ones. It's very rare that you see teams really get long-term value on it. But the Phillies have sucked for the better part of, uh, well, since they went to the World Series. And mm-hmm. that's a team that left a city that likes winners. And I think he'll, uh, he'll be a big hit, at least in the short term. We'll talk in 10 years as to how the contract looks then. Well, was uh, looking at some of the numbers, though, that Scott Boris had said at one point that he thought Bryce Harper was going to be uh, the $400 million man. Um, was, was he cucked by the uh, potential of Mike Trout? Being available next year. Did you say cuck? Well, it's funny you say that. Yeah, I think Trout's up in in, in 2020. And especially with Nelson uh, Arenado getting that crazy extension with the Colorado Rockies, um, it will all be all about Trout. And, I mean, Harper's great. You can market Harper. You'll make some money with him. He'll sell a few tickets. But if you want to talk about winning games, Mm -hmm. Mike Trout is in another area code than Bryce Harper, in my opinion. Um, But Philly wanted to make a big splash and announce that they were back. They weren't the team that was losing, you know, 100 games a season. And, um, you know, when you think about what's happened in Philly, you know, the, the Flyers haven't been good, but the Sixers are back. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, the Phillies have been irrelevant for the last little while. And uh, I think you'll see Harper bring a lot of excitement in, at least initially. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think he probably would have gotten more money if there were more bidders. But, I mean, where were the Yankees? Where were the Red Sox, the Cubs? I mean, these are the teams that usually drive up the prices. And, you know what, if the Dodgers don't want you, and they'll spend money on literally anybody, um, you know, you mm. got to take them to the best deal. And uh, yeah. I guess it's ended them to the city of brotherly love. Although we better perform, because I tell you what, the last city in the world you want to make $330 bucks and suck in is Philly, because those the fans will make every single day miserable, yeah. whether you're at the ballpark or not. They threw snowballs to Santa. Yeah. I mean, well, Santa wasn't performing. Exactly. He wasn't. He's like, he's like well, naughty or nice. Shut up. Give him my goddamn gifts. You know what the best part about that contract is? Is that even when he's done getting paid, Bobby Bonilla is still going to be getting paid for yeah. the Mets. That's it. That's better. My that's, God. That's I the life of being a Mets today. fan, right, Terry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as a Mets Four fan. Four more years. As a Mets fan, I kind of like it. But at the end of the day, it's a struggling division. And maybe they're just trying to make a push for it. I guess they want more people to come out. I feel like what they're doing, though, with the Mets specifically, is they know that there's like a specific '90s nostalgia with baseball. So like <laughs> they want us to keep talking about Bobby Bonilla, so that way we won't realize the Mets are terrible yet again. But he wasn't from the '90s. He signed it in like 2001. 
but he was good in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, yeah. So so that's so that's that's what's going on in Philly over there. I mean, obviously, like you said, it's a, it is a town that you know they they take their sports very seriously. All their stadiums are all together uh, in the same kind of parking lot. So I mean, I see it. I see uh, Bryce Harper being a superstar over there. I don't know what's going to happen. Like you said, he better perform. If he doesn't perform, it's it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna look well in yeah. a struggling division. It goes one of two ways. You're either the toast of the town and you're an absolute hero, or you go into a slump for a couple of weeks and you're an absolute pariah, a villain, and you can't even go to grab a Slurpee at 7-Eleven without someone telling you you suck. <laughs> exactly. They're not going to want to take pictures of you. Fuck you, Bryce. <laughs> what the hell was that swing, Bryce? I'll tell you a guy who's set up for more success than he's seen recently, Jason Witten returning to the Dallas Cowboys because he was garbage in the booth. Okay, I don't want to say garbage. Garbage in the booth. I don't want to say garbage. Garbage. I think he had a lot of opportunities. What? (laughs) What does that mean, Terry? It's a coaching method. Okay. It's what you say when you coach people. So it's a lot of opportunities. He could have done a lot of things differently, Mm -hmm. and he decided not to. What he'll do instead is run the same button hook over and over and over for First of all, it's a Y option. And if you look at (laughs) and and if you look as a Cowboys fan, I know these things. And if you look at Jason Garrett's speech and for his retirement speech for Jason Witten, he talks about the Y option and how that describes Jason Witten's career. The one route he ran. The one route he ran. That's what describes all the time. (laughs) But I'm I'm super happy as a Cowboys. What do you what do you uh, what are your thoughts about him returning, uh, leaving the booth where he was terrible and returning to the field where he was adequate? Mediocre. Well, the first thing I thought of is, can we get Booger out of the booth and out of retirement? <laughs> oh, yeah, Booger was, was bad, yeah. That would be nice. We're just um, off that crane. No. Why is there a crane on the Monday Night Football set? <laughs> That's pretty sense. much what they need. But, you know, as far as Witten goes, I felt sorry <laughs> for him a little bit in that he's will always be linked to Tony Romo. Yeah. Um, Romo comes in and immediately becomes maybe the best color guy in sports. Like, yeah. right off the bat, mm-hmm. the bar was raised so high for Witten, and he goes into the Monday night uh, football booth, which literally everyone is watching. So the bar was raised so high, it was impossible for him to go over it. You have a new team with uh, Tessator, who I love, and Booger, who at times is entertaining, but it sometimes is, is, uh, is not, shall we say. And uh, it was tough. But from a football standpoint, this just goes to show that the Cowboys are all in. Think about it. You've got Zeke coming up. You've got Amari uh, Cooper. Dak Prescott's going to need to get paid. Some of the big guys on defense. They Under the NFL cap system, they are only going to be able to keep these guys together for a very short time. So um, they're going for it right now. And Witten might be old, but the guy can still play. And I'd imagine Dak Prescott might be the happiest guy right now, well, along with Jerry Jones, who uh, somehow wasn't the first NFL owner that got popped at Orchids of Asia yeah. or another rub and tug. In fact, it was uh, Bob Kraft. So uh, the thing is, is that, I mean, I understand him coming back. I feel like he might be able, he might be there to groom some some new tight end. Uh, Jeff Swain, maybe, or something like that. Jeff Swain's a decent tight end. You know, he's not a top tier. Uh, I think that they're probably going to go for a tight end in the first round, where they tried to go last year, but the Eagles traded down, or traded up, to take the guy that they were going to get. Yeah. It was Dallas Godbert, and he, Dallas Godbert, and he's a really good player, and he's backing up Zach Ertz right now. So I think they're going to go tight end in the first round. Uh, and if well, they, don't forget, don't forget, they don't have their first-round pick because they traded it for Amari Cooper. And oh, that's part of the thing. Good. I mean, you're looking at this draft is very deep at tight end, which yeah. is great for the Cowboys in that, you know, maybe they can address a couple of other needs in the second or third round. And, you know, mm-hmm. fourth, fifth, you're picking a guy that maybe projects well long-term, but mm-hmm. won't play right away. 
And I mean, I can't think of a better mentor, a guy for a young tight end to learn from yeah. than Jason Witten. I mean, so learn how to run that one option. <laughs> yeah, coming, doing all the right things, being a good mm-hmm. teammate. I'll put it this way: you're not going to be dealing with like any Antonio Brown bullshit with a guy like uh, with a guy like Jason Witten. So, I mean, it's good for the team, it's good for the Cowboys, but for a guy that had maybe the most primo job in broadcasting um you realize this is really him tapping out on that career and saying i'll go back make five mil i'll always have a gig with the cowboys if i need and tony romo can do what he does best speaking of tapping out there's a ufc this weekend there's a huge ufc card this weekend probably one of the biggest ones i've ever seen uh you have john jones coming back um he's fighting anthony smith for the to retain his light heavyweight championship uh, anthony smith is he was a journeyman uh recently on a on a on an upswing with his with the, he has like a four, a four or five winning streak but he he was actually kicked out of the ufc at some point too so i mean he's coming in to fight john jones who's who's uh hungry i guess to prove his worth and i think he's trying to clean up his image but we all know john jones and we love his story but yeah, I'm excited yeah well john jones is I mean, he's one of the most talented athletes and at the same time the biggest fuck-ups in sports. <laughs> That's pretty much it, yeah. I mean, yeah. this guy, and, and if he wasn't so good, we wouldn't even know his name. I mean, we wouldn't, he wouldn't be given all the second chances. But especially when it comes to combat sports, if you can continue knocking guys out, you'll get another opportunity. Yeah. It was, it's too bad the way things went with, uh, with Daniel Cormier and, and all that. And I got so much respect for Cormier, the way he's so. conducted himself, as opposed to John Jones. But I'll tell you what, even with all the history of John Jones, and I'm a casual UFC guy, I'll be in front of a television on pay-per-view watching him yeah, win. And he's one of the names I, and I that'll, imagine he'll do that. He's one of the names that will get you to buy the pay-per-view or go to a strip club to watch yeah. UFC. Well, he'll probably be at that strip club. Yeah, well, that's, that's let, the goal is let, you let, hope that he'll be there after the fight. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this on John Jones. I mean, I'm just looking at the odds here. He is a minus 900 favorite, yeah. and Smith's yeah. in at five and a half to one. Um, I'll take Anthony Smith. Does Smith on have that. any chance of winning this, or is this sort of like, you know, just another matchup to build up a real super fight for the next time they can get a guy against Jones that'll put up a lot of headlines? I like to play devil's advocate, and I like to say that Anthony Smith does have a chance. I really do think he has a chance. He's a very good fighter. But it, it actually reminds me of Yushin Okami versus Anderson Silva, where Anderson Silva was destroying the entire division, and Yushin Okami was coming up, and everybody was saying, oh, he's going to be the one to beat Anderson Silva. He's the guy. He's the guy. Uh, and then he ended up getting molly by Anderson Silva. So I think it's going to be kind of those things. But if you're a betting man, you you got to love those odds, I think. I mean, Anthony Smith has been a, very active in the last few years, where John Jones hasn't. Uh, John Jones just beat uh, Gustafsson, who wasn't active uh, for two and a half years. Longer, he was he was inactive longer than than uh, John Jones was. Um, but that's it's it's that which makes me doubt it because it so feels like the UFC. No, I'm just, I'm saying that, that, that there's even a chance that he'll lose because the UFC is specifically scheduling fights he'll win at this the point. The UFC has become that, and it's become uh, what have you done for me lately kind of thing, and what are we going to do to keep the hype and get the sales, right? Yeah. So if Anthony Smith, it's it's a win-win for the UFC because if John Jones wins, he continues his reign, and everybody knows John Jones is the GOAT. If Anthony Smith wins, then you have a new star. You have a new guy that you can market, and he's a very marketable guy from the sticks of Alabama, you know what I mean? He's, he's never been to New York City until this fight. You know, things like that. Those are little storylines that you can use. And I think the UFC does those things very well. Uh, but a realistic MMA fan would say that John Jones is going to win. But a betting man, I would put a lot of money on uh, Anthony Smith. Are you putting a lot of money on I Anthony will Smith? be betting on Anthony Smith. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, Terry's pretty good. That He does put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. Andrew, thank you for joining us. And 
unfortunately, uh, now you have to picture Terry's mouth. So that's, it, yeah. that's how you have to end your <laughs> night. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Uh, again, that's Andrew Patterson from uh, TSN Winnipeg. Is there anything you want to plug uh, in terms of anything you do specifically for TSN or just generally uh, TSN you know, Winnipeg? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the afternoon, host the warm-up in the afternoon ride uh, daily from 2 till 6 Central. So that's 3 to 7 in Montreal. And uh, obviously we talk a lot of hockey the early show we do talk a lot of gambling and that sort of thing and uh, uh you can always hit me up on twitter at hustlerama i will we will thanks a bunch for joining us andrew guys my pleasure good talking you'll do it again sometime Perfect. awesome thanks and uh you can, uh, you can you can subscribe yeah you can always subscribe yeah. they get the shows then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the right amount of time. Be a word. You gotta give me time Are to we up. ready? This is so cringe. I guess not. Oh. I guess not, Terry. I guess not. Yo, hey, what the fuck what's the topic? That? Ja Rule. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so ja Rule. Oh, man, that's the most cringeworthy thing I've seen in a long it's time. For me, the worst part is him saying, like, trying to, like, pump, say, oh, no, I've only been, I've been here since 2009, 90s. Like, he's. But then he's like, but my album came out in 99. Yeah, and so I guess it's cool. The fuck? And it wasn't funny. And he started laughing. Yeah. He's also not funny is uh, scamming a lot of people out of their money for a festival that doesn't exist. Or, you know, what's very funny is 50 Cent buying. A whole section of his tickets, so nobody can sit there. I didn't want to draw his concerts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Janice started to shoot and warm up in the background uh, while he was doing that. But Jerul has since placed the curse on on Sacramento. Yeah, um, showing a picture <laughs> of the wolves. <laughs> Eagle, put that on the screen. Get that on the screen for the show. Um, Jerul, uh, so he's placed the curse, saying that Carl Anthony Towns is going to leave Minnesota. And Sacramento, because Sacramento made fun of uh, what happened, using you know like the language from the Firefest uh, documentary, yeah, yeah. hoodwinked. We're, um, they. Uh, I don't know if that's real. If he's actually there, Photoshop. it's photoshopped. Okay, because that's that doesn't fun. matter. It's still amazing. Um, so yeah, so he, and he said that Sacramento, uh, a small town uh, market in the NBA, will not win a championship, yeah. and another small town market uh, will uh, lose their star, Carl Anthony Towns. Those things are so unlikely to happen. But now with the curse, that's down to happen, that's right? pretty much what's going to happen. But he says Sacramento Kings, there was a picture of Carl right. Anthony Towns. Put your money like, on it. He just, just keeps taking L's, man. That's yeah, it, man. yeah. Um, so that's pretty that's, uh, that's pretty Jaru of him. Fucking Jaru, man. Uh, and he's playing a song where he's not the only person singing and the other person isn't there. And like, play something newer. Yeah. Tell everybody that we're living he's, it up, say what? The next topic. Rapid fire, man. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. <laughs> what's the next topic? So we stay off the <laughs> weed. No, Nolan, no cry. <laughs> we have Nolan Arenado. Oh, Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado. Uh, eight years, two hundred sixty million dollars uh, with Colorado. Um, he hit thirty-eight home runs, career high. Yeah, last year. Um, did he take a hometown discount, or is that just what the market is now? I think for him that was a, it was a, it's a good market. Could he have gone a little bit more if he held out a bit? Because knowing that Bryce Harper is there, I think so. Is he taking this uh, sort of quote-unquote discount because he wants to play in Colorado because his home road splits are ridiculous? He's so much better playing Colorado. He's so much better playing Colorado because he can just crack it and it'll fly. 
But Nolan Arenado, he's mostly known for uh, just being one of the best third basemen in the league. Yeah, oh, def- I, defensively. I, I, he's, I, I, such, I, I, he's such a good infielder that you can't replace that. So, no, I mean, uh, it's good for him. I'm happy. He's one of my favorite players to watch. Honestly, he's great. Uh, he's a guy who knows how to get on base. Uh, he's a ton, I think, four years in a row with over 100 RBIs, which is nasty. So, m- more seasons with 100 RBIs than Bryce Harper. Yeah, exactly. Because Bryce Harper has one season. One season. Harper. Guys, just point that out. Uh, what's happening with Bryce, dude? Is he is he getting paid or not? I'm starting. I'm starting not to care anymore. He's gonna get minimum three hundred. I don't give a fuck where it's gonna be. But apparently, there's a rumor saying that he feels bad going to the Phillies because it's in the same division as the Nationals. Yeah, that just means pay me. The Bryce is wrong, bitch. <laughs> but wh- why wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just wait till uh, wait wait for Mike Trout to be a free agent if you're the Phillies? Because Mike Trout's going to be a free in like two years. Go for both. Well, Honestly, I like, I like the rumor that the Padres aren't done spending. So if the Padres Imagine can go that, him, that'd be awesome. All your money in two players? You have one regular player and Bryce Harper. But why would he go to... Uh, why would they wait if they have a chance to get Bryce Harper? Right. But that's if they sign him. They don't want to pay him. They don't, yeah. don't want to pay him. Fuck him. Next topic, black states... Black Skatesman. <laughs> this one's Oscar-themed. Uh, black Klansman, of course. Excellent movie by Spike Lee. Uh, we haven't are, seen it. You've seen it? Uh, I have seen the preview. Ah, <laughs> you got me. Well, it won a lot. It won a lot of a lot of awards. So I figured it's good. Absolutely, Eagle. It would be great if you raised with a video is so that uh, I don't look bald because I have beautiful hair. <laughs> I just got a fresh fade too. I don't. Um, even, I don't even know what started the fight, but I think this player. Which, uh, which sucks. This is home. This is in a town north of Montreal. Where we're located like half an hour away. Um, in the town of Saint Jerome. I once spent an entire summer in Saint Jerome with a handlebar mustache. Said nobody ever. I legit did. I legit did. That's the kind of town it is. It doesn't. Were they interviewing me? him about the shit while he was getting a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, man. That's the best. Wait, thing. Fuck, fuck you. You fuck. Who are we fucking? Stop cutting this Jonathan Diaby guy. So you're, you're taking the racist side. This is <laughs> no, that's not true of events. That's a no, new no, take. No, no. I've never heard that. Stop thing before. getting your fucking haircut and do an interview that means something. And you were fucking just ripped, <laughs> ripped to shreds by a bunch of racist fucking Frenchmen. Yes. Okay. Wait. Well, again, maybe we shouldn't say racist Frenchmen in the same sentence. But they're French. And they're men. And they're okay, racist. Fair. <laughs> and they're racist. Fair. Fr- racist. No. Racist French people. French people. <laughs> okay. Racist French people. Clearly, we, what we saw in the video what was happening on uh, P.K. Subban's on the screen. They're now. mimicking a gorilla and then doing that. Yeah, doing that. I mean, saying stupid shit. Then they went after his parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fuck those guys. And the stadium. But fuck you too, man. And the stadium. <laughs> that, that Honestly, like, Terry <laughs> has some pretty out there takes. I was not expecting that. One. St- no, it's the, fucking bullshit. The, the stadium actually moved the family out. Yeah. So the family ended up leaving because they... It should well, happen. You're going to see your kid play. You shouldn't have to have to defend yourself. Right. There's just, you're going to see your son play hockey. You should not have to defend yourself in a physical fight. And I, and I've worked in hockey terms before, and I've kicked people out of arenas because they just they, they go nuts. Hockey players go fucking nuts. Man. How surprised well, are you? Fans. Fans, yeah, How surprised are you when you saw that it happened in St. Jerome? Zero percent. Again, I've once spent an entire summer there, handlebar mustache, and legit women were winking at me. Guys were like wanting to hang out with me. <laughs> okay, but this kid's getting a haircut during the freaking interview, man. Are we not talking about this? No, no, we're not. <laughs> this is very important shit. Like you, you, you were. He's got limited time, man. He's an athlete. He's got okay, yeah. You know what? Spend less time in the box. How about this? Okay. In 2012, 2013, 117 penalty minutes in 67 games. Right. Do something else. Yo, but maybe, maybe chicks dig fights, and that's why he okay. lives in the box. Playing for Jean-Pierre Marquis. In the in the league that he's in now, the North American Hockey League, seventy eight penalty minutes, twenty six games. It's not so bad. What? Do less. 
<laughs> do less. But isn't that his job? Is so he actually gets like, he's four goals, sixteen assists, so he's like a third liner grinder. But like obviously there's gonna be those guys that get penalties, but like it's very important right now that he should have taken this seriously right. and done the interview properly. I gotta say that that is a real fresh take. It's an actual yeah. fresh take. Like like his haircut. Um Yeah, it was a great haircut, man. I'm not saying that. LeBron James he's terrible ha- haircut. The guy's hairline starts but he's, up here. He's gotta show where he's in a barbershop, which is interesting. <laughs> But so this is the time of year where, like, it gets slow media-wise, and all literally all of our stool sports is doing is complaining about how he's ruined the Lakers. Stephen A. Smith had to take about how he's ruined the Lakers. Michael Do you guys Robert remember Boyd. what the Lakers were last year? No we're talking way. about oh, the Lakers might not make the playoffs. But no, they were trash last they, year. But they were in the same position they are now, not making the playoffs. Okay, so with the best player in the league, who's missed like seventeen games, and now okay, why is he missing those games? He was hurt. Motherfucker! I mean, it's really the first time he's hurt in his career. Let's give him. Let's give him exactly a because he's 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 on vacation in LA. Okay, he's chilling. Yeah, he knew the season was a write-off because he wouldn't be able to get the, the free agents that he needs. Well, Next he tried. Year. He put his whole team on the trade log. <laughs> he put his whole team. Yeah, on the trade he's log. like, listen, Dell. That was the dude's name in what in, in uh, the Pelicans. I remember your Del name. Dell Demps. Dell Demps. Dell Demps. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, it's like Dell. Do this for me. Yeah. Do this for me. I got everyone for you. You want a Kuzma? I got a Kuzma. You want Ingram? I got an Ingram. I got players are nice. I got plenty of Ingram. Two trade picks. Two, two, two draft picks. And then he's like, Dell's like, oh, no, we want four. Random <laughs> ass number. <laughs> well, four picks on top of that. Come on. Four first round picks. And then they went four, yeah. and then they asked for six. They no were ne- it was never going to happen. They didn't want to. They, s- they actually gave them four? They, they were going to offer. They, it, none of this is actually official, but the rumors were that they had offered them everything they wanted, and Pelicans kept coming back and saying, well, we they, want another one. We I want guess another they one. knew. I thought they that knew. AD they, was a free agent at the end of the year. That's why I was shocked that he no, didn't, he didn't gonna, get traded. Yeah. Okay. They still have oh, a year. I thought he had like an option on his contract, which he doesn't. Now, the question I have about it is like, are they going to get a better deal than that? Well, if if they get no. Tatum, that's a better deal. The the, the Celtics are never going to trade Tatum. Okay, so you give they up will Tatum. if they get Antonio Davis. You give up Tatum. Davis. What, yeah, of course. Of Why course. do I keep calling him a Washington Redskins Redskins linebacker? I keep calling him Antonio Davis. Oh, he. The thing is, is that you're you're not going to be able to get replace a guy like AD, but you will always be able to replace a guy like Tatum. And well, a, every year there's a Tatum that comes out of the draft. It all depends on how you develop him. Every year, there's never a guy. Not never. It's rarely a guy that comes out like Anthony Davis. Also, uh, Antonio Davis was not a linebacker he was for a, the Redskins. Yeah, he was a player for the Toronto uh, Raptors. I was thinking Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce. I, lo- I love wow. LeBron. I love LeBron, by the way, questioning everyone's effort after trying to trade the whole team. Yeah. Like, how do you go out and play for that guy? It's impossible to work. When you know you're on the block. When, you're not, when, you, when you know that you don't have support. From people who should be supporting. If you remember at the beginning of the year, Kuzma on Twitter was like, you know, retweeting everything uh, LeBron was posting. Now it's like, uh, so Kuzma, so maybe put your phone away. <laughs> Work on basketball. How about that? Work on your shot. It somehow <laughs> is gone. Um, the GM of the Arizona Cardinals yeah. has been saying uh, that they are not not going to look at Kyler Murray. And so this is the it's a, a growing rumor. <laughs> Did he say that we're not not going to look at? I believe I'm trying to get the exact word. Double knot right there. Um, tighter than anything. He says. Oh, sorry. He says Josh Rosen's quarterback right now. Yeah. Before the combine, right now. Uh, see. Play so on, is this kind of where he was? No, I, th- I don't think they're going to go quarterback. You don't think they will? No, no. I think they're they're going to try and go with Josh Rosen. Kyler Murray. Will they go shortstop though? No. Nah. Josh Kyler Murray. Well, he's already drafted, but it, there, there is there is a there is a, pr- there is a <laughs> trade, precedent. Trade for him with the A's, screw everyone over in the draft. <laughs> but you can't, you can't. I traded for him. I traded Kyle Kuzma. 
have like a deal with the Diamondbacks. There, there is there is a precedent for this though because the the Cowboys once drafted precedent. Oh. So the Cowboys once drafted Steve Walsh while they had Troy Aikman. So Steve there, Walsh, there is, we all know his great career. <laughs> so it's it's possible. It, it has happened. The question is that, um, and if you remember, uh, Cliff Kingsbury was even saying that he, if it was up to him, first round pick, he would take. I really Kyler think. Murray. I really think that if Kyler Murray gets goes in the first round, it's going to be to the Giants. I agree. If he falls, it's going to be to whichever team needs a plug. Miami maybe, Dolphins. Maybe Dolphins. Maybe um, maybe the Ravens. I don't know. They can run like a two quarterback system over there. I don't know. All right, time for tournament takes. The NCAA tournament right around the corner. We got to fill our brackets soon. Yeah. Um, Sister Jean, my first take. Sister Jean, she'll prove to be a distraction and be the reason, the reason that we see them bounce early this uh, this tournament. First time girls are in the male uh, thing. Hmm. Imagine, that'd be pretty funny. Sister Jean, never even heard of that school. No, it's she was the sister. She was. What the fuck are you talking about? The uh, that was uh, UMBC. She was the uh, mascot for UMBC. She's oh, an old. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Show me the screen. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for uh, Marymount, no? For Marymount? Was it Marymount? Yeah, Loyola Marymount, that's it. That's it, yeah. I was um, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought Sister G was like a university. No. It's Loyola, by the way. It is Loyola. Yeah, it was Loyola. Yeah, exactly. We just said that. No, because you said UMBC, right? I did at first, but then I was right. corrected. Um, is, she, is she dead? No, she's no, not dead. She's, she's alive. alive. She's very much is that's alive. That's your take? That's that's steaming take, dude. <laughs> dude you're killing a nun. Inside info. <laughs> she's dead. Terry's had some controversial takes uh, today. Um, how about this take? Johnny Manziel <laughs> will be free to watch the tournament because he will not be playing in the CFL. He won't be playing any football that is respected. Yeah. The uh, so this so he didn't meet his agreements mm-hmm. with the CFL. So the CFL released him. It wasn't even the Alouettes that released him, which is, I think it's the first time I've ever heard that before. That is, is it just that he he didn't show up to enough meetings and stuff? Like, no, no, he was always there. From what we're hearing, he was always there, but he uh, he had to be babysat a lot. He had to be babysat. So off the weed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and uh, and that and other things. And uh, I mean, who would have thought the guy that went in costume to Las Vegas? The old overnight? devil's dandruff, if you know what I mean. Hmm? The old booger sugar, the old nose candy. <laughs> Absolutely. That sounded like he was blowing it out. Yeah. The old Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Sugar Caine. So, yeah. So, he's not meeting, his up, meeting up to his agreements. I don't know what that means. But I think that he just fucked up a lot and they couldn't hide it anymore. So nose candy. Salut la visite. We did that nose candy. Yo, got stashed. Uh, but I'm also looking at the wrong. It says uh, rehab.com. Yo, you've, you've seen uh, people get into... Rehab.com? <laughs> you've seen people get into Australian Reds. He gets into the Colombian Whites. Um... We have a new segment this week, <laughs> which is what? So uh, this segment's called Basket Case. Nice. Give me the basket. So the way this is going to work is I... Um, None of these things are baskets. I have, <laughs> I have uh, some random thoughts that I just can't get out of my head. So what I decided to do is... Uh, incredible I, I thoughts. Incredible thoughts. And so before you take them out, um, every, every case or every piece of paper has a random thought. Uh, so it's basically right. get you taking it super quick. 10 to 20 seconds. I just need to know if I'm crazy or not. Okay, cool. So, uh, peas? Peas. All right, I'm first. Yeah, peas go real, first. That's a real a wicker basket. Look at that. That's pretty good. Nice. See, see? Why are there so many baskets? Who said, here? Who said we don't have props on this? It's pretty good. It's pretty go. good. Reason to watch. So, you got to read out the first part and the FYI at the bottom. Okay. 
Easy. All right, the question from our producer Duke: Can you choke from eating ice cubes? FYI, I almost died yesterday. <laughs> I've had this happen to me. I don't think you can choke by eating ice cream. I think your body temperature would, would melt it before it would yeah, actually affect you. Yeah, but those like 26 seconds are the worst 26 seconds of your life. Yeah, 100%. And then even after the fact because your body's still warming it up. How warm are your drinks today? Oh, yeah. I haven't touched ice since. <laughs> all right. Question number two. I like this, actually. We should do this all the time. What is your least favorite condiment? Mine is mayo ketchup. So which one is it? No, it's in, it's it's in a bottle and it had ke- mayo ketchup together. Awful. That's fucking weird. But I do mix it sometimes. What's my favorite condiment? Your least, I mean, no, your least, your least. My least favorite. Oh, my least we, favorite. We all know what everyone's favorite is. Let's what go. is it? What is it? Barbecue or mustard? Let's go next. Mustard, one hundred percent is my but, favorite. But uh, but least favorite. Okay, let's go with least favorite. <laughs> then we'll go favorite. Uh, but what's considered a condiment? Just like a like a. What you put in a hamburger? Anything or a hot you dog? put on other shit. No, but like is is relish considered yes. a condiment? Yes. Yeah. So I like relish, but I'd say relish because I put any condiment. I don't like I don't like sweet relish. Oh, okay. And I don't like ketchup. All right, there you go. Next one. Eagle, start playing us out while we answer questions. Most embarrassing drunk to story. This is actually true. I was there. Most embarrassing. FYI, what? Duke's banned from Ruben's Deli. Most embarrassing what? Drunk story. Drunk story. story. Quick, 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 quick. My most embarrassing drunk story. I uh, I fell. I tripped, fell, and just decided to take a nap and beat my pants. I threw a uh, bag of puke at the CBC building. It landed nowhere near the CBC it building. It went all over my all car. Right. One more? <laughs> yeah, one more. What weird irrational fear do you have? I have a fear of drains because of it. Yeah, it's right? of it, yeah, 100%. Right? Peace, next one. My, um, yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, sorry, sorry, go. Uh, irrational fear with that I, I tear an ACL, my ACL. Yeah, for me, it's uh, Achilles. 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 Weird, eh? It's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> do you eat in the shower? <laughs> FYI, Duke's wife is mad at him. I do not eat in the shower. Shower time is me time, and oh. I like to take my time in there. A little, uh, a little tuna sandwich. Never, never heard of it. And if you, I you don't have a, a strip sandwich? mall in Jupiter, Florida, I will do it. Um, I actually do not, but I have a holster for beer. I've been peas. You've been Terry. Read us one more. We're on our way out, Terry. Can you, you cry? Can you cry underwater? I uh, believe me. I've tried. That's fucking sad. I'm not gonna for all of us that said this, yes, you can. this was Hot Sauce Sports. Water doesn't take away your emotions.